What's up, everybody? This is Kobe and Zach on Tales and Tangents, Woo! your favorite podcast. We don't have a tagline, do we now? We really don't. We kind of need to come up with one. I, I have no idea <laughs> for a tagline. Right, right. Tales and Tangents. We Tales talk. Tales and Tangents. We do talk. We talk. You listen. Hopefully. <laughs> Tales and Tangents. Listen up. Listen up, buckle. Listen, please. <laughs> Listen here, Buster. Help. <laughs> please, for the love of God. <laughs> we'll figure that out eventually. Mm. We're, we're making this more. Or, or we don't. Or we just never do. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Well, how are you, Kobe? How are things going on? I'm, I'm good. I'm tired. I'm so tired. Fair. Yeah, I'm all right. A lot of busy stuff, a lot of, you know, traveling and mm-hmm. miles and distance that we'll probably talk about later or whatever, but yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Doing okay. Doing okay as well. Got back from a hike just now with a couple of my friends. Um, it's kind of fun where you've got a couple friends from different friend groups and then you kind of try to mash them together and see what sticks, you know? Yeah, yeah. How was, how was the mismatch? everyone yeah so i got a friend uh her name is patience and uh this other group of friends caleb caleb's girlfriend and then caleb's girlfriend's best friend okay we tried to match them together because patience wanted to go on this hike uh and then it was just gonna be the two of us but i thought to myself you know let's get some other people in the in the picture so i just i asked uh, olivia she's the best friend nice said hey you know you, you want to take the lot and uh, go on a hike got a yes after a couple questions and uh the following two or three hours was a good time right because of it nice where'd you uh where'd you hike up so we went to the pinnacles indian fort that's in berea kentucky it's probably what less than 10 minutes of a drive outside of a uh, berea college's campus okay so maybe like 10, 12 minutes from uh, from my home. And same with Patience. So she uh, took me uh, in the car. And then Bree, Bree is Caleb's girlfriend, uh, has her own car. It's a surprisingly nice car. I don't know how she had the funds for it, being as she's a college student. And especially because Bree at college specializes in giving uh, really poor people a chance to be educated. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically their thing anyways. That's awesome, man. That's really sweet. I I haven't been hiking in a good long while. You got it. I think, like, because it's tough for me to differentiate hiking with just long-ass walking, you know? Mm. I always feel like hiking has some sort of destination, and you're probably changing in, you know, your height. I would say going uphill, going downhill, something like that. Whereas a walk could probably just be, you know, you could be walking around a track but you wouldn't be hiking around a track. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't done a lot of, like, physical traveling in terms of, like, exercise or hikes or anything like that, but I definitely have done vehicular travel. <laughs> right. Especially, especially like, recently, because I just went up to Boston for a little week-long vacation. Sure. And I've never done a drive on a driver's seat, and I've never done the drive solo before mm-hmm. so i knocked out two birds with one stone and 
for context, I got some family up there. I went to Emerson College up in Boston for about four years. Emerson. Emerson. <laughs> so when I was a kid, we would always like either either take the plane or just drive up. And from Pittsburgh to Massachusetts, it's about a nine and a half, almost ten hour drive. It's a hot minute. And let me tell them. All right, tell me. It's not fun. Oh. It's re- it's really not fun. For context, my very close friend Deep, he was having a birthday celebration, and a lot of plans were in like flux and stuff like that. We were supposed to go to Provincetown, then we were supposed to go to Martin's Vineyard, sure. and those places got rented out for the holidays, or technically post-holiday. They got rented out for the whole month, basically. And he was like, okay, my birthday is on Wednesday. Fine. Let's bring out the whole crew for Six Flags. So I brought Kaylin, a very, 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 very dear person to me. Uh, and I was like, yo, can she come? And, and everyone was like, yeah, absolutely. And then I was like, okay, cool. So how are we going to do cars? And right. we were like, okay, we're going to rent we're gonna rent some cars out. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> like, why is it stupid? I'm like, well, I just got a 2014 Honda CRV. Mm-hmm. I am potentially going to have this car. So hold off on the rental conversation until it happens. Right. So we go, so like we go in a lot and like we, we go to Murraysville, we pick up the car and then I'm like, okay, I have the car. And he's like, great. You're designated driver. Oh. I said, great. <laughs> so I drove all the way up and I drove all the way back. And oh, it was great. Friend, you got voluntold right there. I d- exactly. Mm. And, and let me be clear. Let me be clear. Not only is Pennsylvania a pretty big state, Massachusetts is a pretty big state in and of itself because from Six Flags to Boston, Six Flags New England, is in Amentum, Massachusetts. I'm butchering the pronunciation. All the massholes are coming after me. (laughs) (laughs) It's an hour on a toll road, Mm -hmm. and it's about almost two hours if you take all the back roads and stuff. I woke up at 6 a.m. I was staying with Caitlin at the time. 6 a.m. We all clobber together on the car. Sure. We vroom vroom over the Boston. It's about 9, 8-ish o'clock. We're waiting on some people, waiting on some stragglers. Sure. I put five people in my car, including T, birthday boy. So we drive there, and we vroom vroom. It's a five-seater? It's a five-seater. Technically, you put the three seats down and have it be a two-seater with, like, maximum capacity. Right. Who got stuck with the middle? The little hump. Who did get, who did get stuck with it? Actually, there really isn't a hump. The only issue is that it's not leather. It's cloth seats. Mm. Yeah, no, it was like, it was super easy back and forth. The only issue was it was a scorcher out there. No wind. Dang. And like one sprinkler. And with that, including the G-Force, including the fact that we didn't really eat, I was incapacitated. Let's put it that way. I was burning two candles at the end <laughs> because I was just going everywhere. And yeah, it was it was fun, but oh my god, I did not sleep much. That there trip. were some regrettable moments. It sounds like yeah, and I was designated driver for a lot of the stuff, and uh, we had a darts club that we had to book two weeks in advance mm-hmm. because it was that like prestigious. Darts. Yeah, it was dar- Yeah, literally, you have to go in there, and it's the primary thing. It's the it's like the putt shack of dark clubs basically i got you have you ever seen televised shows of darts i think like sky sports kind of plays in every <laughs> now and then gotcha the british uh provider of sports Maybe. well i mean look they have televised cornhole right <laughs> so they right. have televised darts mm-hmm. yeah no it is such a vibe 
like especially at the very end where there's this super cool climax if you go ahead and look online for some of the the top moments you can see the crowd going nuts because every single one of the people in that room know the rules down to a t Yep. And something good happens. All of them, they just erupt into cheers. And it feels like every single person is cheering for the same team somehow. It's like they're just cheering for a good game. Yeah, they're cheering, like, they're cheering primarily not for, like, the story of the teams. Mm -hmm. They're cheering it for, like, the story of the sport. Like, I mean, I can guarantee you that no one's going to know, like, Joe Smith and his brother, who's, like, <laughs> the number one core whole person in America. Right. But they're going to know that. Oh man, these guys have been going back and forth. They've been busting, 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 going back down to 13. Like, like someone's gonna have to win this. Exactly. Someone's gonna have to win this, and they're gonna go crazy for it. Although I guarantee, although to be fair, I've seen more of a crowd for darts than I have for cornhole. Mm -hmm. Like a more of like a like a like an in-person crowd, you know? I believe it. I believe it. Interestingly enough, on the flip side, yeah. What do you think of bowling? What do you think of televised bowling? It's so weird. Like, yeah. I love, like, like uh, for those in the audience, Zach and I love bowling. That's one of our favorite pastimes to do together. We love bowling. Yes, sir. For, and it's like the old, isn't it the oldest sport in the world? That kind of sounds. Like, like the widely recognized sport in the world. I would consider, like, you know, gladiator fighting or something, like, boxing maybe to be up there right because that's just yeah. two people fighting each other yeah like I, but i think like it's so easy to just look at a ball and look at sticks in the ground and be like, <laughs> yo i want to roll this ball down right and they go for it i don't know i think like it, it has to be like top three oldest sports that's fair like like the very least top three okay top right. three here we'll go with uh bowling is one of them what are the other two I would say fighting or boxing. Boxing. Mm -hmm. Probably track and field. Oh yeah. No, you just run. Yeah, like a marathon. There's nothing more simple than running. Yeah. I wonder if swimming cracks the top ten, top five. I don't know, because I think like people growing up in like ancient civilization. Right. You're born in land, you know how to run, like fairly simply. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you people were already doing like races and shit way before they were figuring out hey can we swim in this probably didn't know what the word swim was perhaps but back to your question mm -hmm. i feel weird about it i feel weird about like live bowling only because like i look at it and it's like it's so strange because most of those people that you see are like cream of the crop right so really you're gonna be more surprised if they don't land a strike or a spare which to casual bowlers like you or me a strike or, or a spare or like in a row especially right is like considered to be like the pinnacle like yeah. oh my god we can't we can never reach this height again <laughs> or like it's a very rare sight yeah you got the high fives going everywhere yeah fist bumping expletives yeah I, and it's like holy shit like this is amazing like like and that's the story of the sport as well but like when you do it so many times it's like second nature it's kind of boring same stuff over and over again especially because it's not like a team sport right or it doesn't rely as much on the other person right and especially because it's like i've only ever seen like the finals of bowling you know same same here like state national type of thing with like real professionals yeah and it's like 
I'm looking at this bowler, just putting it into perspective, the guy who's like, who do you think you are? I am. Like that guy probably has done more strikes and more spares than you and I, and probably our entire families combined. Right. You know, mm-hmm. even my even my grandpa who taught me how to bowl and is like an actually like almost professional bowler. I think he went like semi pro. He's had a perfect game. He is bowled really three hundred game. Yep. Wow. That and that's insane, right? That's a bowler, man. It is. Yeah, he is. That guy, the who do you think you are? I am guy probably has bowled more perfect games than he has ever seen the light of day. You know, like these people are like cream of the crop, mm-hmm. and they're gonna show it, and they're gonna do it and it's just going to be the same thing over and over again like the technique is almost exactly the same right right they have that curve that they always do to try to get a strike and then they just play cleanup you know Mm -hmm. when 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 i think of like professional bowling i compare it to to golf you know i compare it to golf in the sense of like these people are at different levels True. Like, you can look at, a like, a game, like uh, like Tiger Woods, right? Tiger Woods. Right before his car crashed, the legend's back injury, right? Mm-hmm. He had, like, you could expect Tiger to pull out a, you know, a minus two or a minus three or whatever or, or whatever, right? Right. Before he got better and before he won the Masters again, bro was, like, plus seven. He wasn't even making the cut. He was, like, doing plus seven and shit. Right, right. And, I, I mean, golf is different than bowling, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I hate golf so much. <laughs> I hate watching golf, I should reiterate. You know Kyle? Kyle Sweeney? Yeah, yeah. Good man. Yeah, he taught me how to golf, but that was post-surgery. So it all started off with, like, you know, straighten out your shoulders. He was just giving me actual advice. But it eventually devolved into just him telling me, all right, hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, you missed the ball. Hit the ball, please. Now, mini golf. That's completely different. That's right? a whole different breed. They should have a professional mini golf league. I would watch that shit so hard. Agreed. Who would do the courses? I think it would have to be like either a professionally made course, mm-hmm. like something that's like a par, that like the expectancy is like a par four. Sure. Or it would just be like the oldest old school mini golf courses that you could think of. Like the ones that are only like cash only or some shit. Mm. Yeah. I, I would happily form the PMG professional mini golf. <laughs> you know what? That sounds pretty good. Going back to the original like traveling story. Mm-hmm. I, I think like that was like my first time really sort of figuring out how I function well soberly, I guess. Okay. You might have to explain that a little. Because I was designated driver. Mm-hmm. And, like, those guys are people who I recently graduated with. Most of the time, those people were people who I was either seeing at parties that we were either hanging out with that right. I was living with. In the case of Deep, like, like people were dr- drunk and high. I was drunk and high. Like, it was, like... Crossfaded. Yeah, or just, like, taking whatever. It's the real deal. I only had a beer. Mm-hmm. I didn't even smoke. Right. And I looked at everyone and I was like, okay, I'm so glad that I'm having fun with you guys <laughs> and I can have a fun time sober with you guys. Like, I'm glad that our friendship can survive all that. But, like, you notice shit. Well, obviously, you notice shit more when you're sober. Right. We're more aware. Yeah, more aware. But, like, like you could tell immediately when the whole party just not the whole party but the whole group just sort of died down and stuff <laughs> we went we went from darts to this speakeasy 
and I think half of us didn't want to go, mm. but also half of us were like, like I was at the mindset of like, look, I'm gonna go just to like whatever happens happens, you know. Not even whatever happens happens, but just like prolong the night. Sure. To like spend as much time with my friends as possible, because like I'm already going at a disadvantage because I'm not only driving, I'm staying at my grandma's house, which is 40 minutes away. Sure. Without traffic, you know. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, Boston traffic is so horrible. It's so horrible. Like, you're never going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it, and I do it well. But it's just like, oh, and another thing. Sorry. Brief sure. tangent. Ha, tangent. What the Lol. fuck? Lol. What is up with the fucking parking? It's just anywhere. So the, the, the dark club was in Seaport, which is a nicer part of town. Sure. Right? Seaport? Yeah, Seaport. Tell me why. You go 15 minutes to, ha- to a half an hour parking. Cost you $12. Jeez. That's a little egregious. I was going to see my friend Theo for lunch and mm-hmm. literally was late by an hour because the tracks derailed. Dang. And the entire green line from where I parked, which was in front of Deep's house, mm-hmm. which I was planning on, to the place where I was supposed to meet him. So I had to take a bus to another spot it's out of the way yeah and i thought that was gonna take me to the next line no i had to get on another bus to go to that specific line dang <laughs> so i had to drive an hour no i no actually that was my my cousin's grad party so i had to drive an hour and a half to get to deeps and then i had to go on the bus and it took another 40 minutes to get to there and by that time i was like two hours late because i was going in late because i had a grad party <laughs> And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. But he's like, dude, it's okay. At least it has air conditioning. And I'm like, God, fucking dick. Fucking city. Piece of shit. Right. I'll never do it again. No, I'll do it again. (laughs) (laughs) And you never really know just how much better it can be, really, until you hit, like, honestly, maybe Europe. Yeah. Especially, I don't know, Parisian. Paris, France's uh, train system. Yeah. In fact, even their their bus routes, really just public transportation. It's just so much better than America's, I think. Because they know what the, they know what the fuck they're doing. Man. I know exactly. They know what they're doing, and like I get it, shit's going down in there too, you know. They don't get everything correct, but they did get public transportation correct. Things are weird. They're always weird, bro. I mean, they're, we're weird everywhere, but like, what well, I don't understand. You know what I don't understand? I don't understand. What? I never understood this ever since I was a kid, right? Right. Why do we use, is it called the compound system for our measurements? Is it called the compound system? I thought it was imperial. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Why do we use, wait, I thought, wait, hold on. Imperial system. That's uh, inches, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just the metric system? Yeah, imperial metric system. Sorry. What's compound system? Where did that come from? I don't know. I just thought it was compound system. I'm gonna uh, look it up. I just thought I saw like compound groups of measurements and shit. Oh, compound uh, pulley system. That's what you were looking into. Oh, I think that's what you're saying. Okay, so so it does kind of deal with what we're talking about in a little bit. But like, tell me why we're the only country in the world that uses the imperial system, and yet every single other country in the world uses the metric system. And it makes like, a lot on. more sense. It makes so much more sense. Milla, centi, all of that. Yeah, milla, centi, like all that shit. And then it's just like, oh yeah, 12 inches equal a foot and then three feet equal a yard. And you're like, what the fuck? Why is that? What? 
Especially when you're converting like yards to miles, and once you yeah. hit like just random numbers, honestly, it feels like pi. Yeah, but then when you like go to Europe and shit, and then you're like, oh my god, everything's in kilometers. Mm -hmm. My vehicle, if you transport your vehicle over there, is like mile centric. So you're like constantly looking down. You're worried that you're speeding, but then there's the autobahn, which means you can technically go as fast as you want. Right. Which is so dope. We need. I guarantee you, <laughs> like, only... you solve half of our problems. We need it. I'm with you. So taxes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That is the funniest start of a conversation ever. <laughs> yeah, so where I was going with that before I... Go ahead, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I rudely interrupted you with my egregious laughing. <laughs> so basically, what I was thinking was yeah. when you go up to the counter, you know, and you pay for something, in our case, I guess in, in Pennsylvania it's 7%, here in Kentucky, it's 6%. Oh, that's still pretty high. I mean, Tennessee is like 10%, I believe. Oh, it's hell pretty bad. no. That's the only 10 I don't want to see. Come on. I'd laugh. Ah. You did. You, you I, really, right. I really would laugh, Kobe. I'll tell you what. I wanted to so bad. So I will. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that, that was so close. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell your story. Tell your story. Yeah, so you go up to the counter, you know, you go to McDonald's, I don't know, walk up there, and then they tell you the price, and if you want to pay with cash, right? Mm -hmm. Or even even before that, on the labels, right before you're going to buy something, the price, that's what it is. It's not before tax, it's after tax. Yeah. And I think that's just so much better than what we do, where we're like, all right, this is what it is, $1.99 before tax, and then you go up there and it's a completely different price because you're adding on the 6% and the 7%. Yeah. It's just annoying. Tell it, just tell me what it is after tax. I went, after the hike, I went to get a milkshake and it was $3.79 and $4 in cash. Right. Guess what the price was after tax. Guess. What was the price? Four oh five. Oh. I didn't have a nickel. <laughs> I didn't have a nickel. I didn't. I didn't think I would need a nickel for a fucking milkshake, and not even like a big one, a small milkshake. Oh, that's a small. little pricey. Where'd you go? Yeah, I uh, went to. Do you know in North Park where the Cool Cones is? Uh, it's a smaller box-looking thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's right by the Seven Eleven, mm. like right past the loop. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. I've never been up there, but all I was like, "Yo, we should get ice cream before you have to work." Something I've been working every single day the past week. Oh, God. <laughs> Since Wednesday, I've worked from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Every day? Every day. Shoot. Yep. Actually, no. Wednesday, I worked from 3 to close my other job, uh, but that was like 3 to 8 p.m. And they gave me food, so I was happy. Oh, that's good. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That goes right through your dinner break or dinner. Yeah. And like. So the way that my job from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. is structured, I feel like I'm taking most of the tails and tangents. I'll, so I'll step in when I feel I got to step in, but it ain't now. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So I work at an art, art exhibit, basically. Sure. And the way that it is, we're centered. We have different stations to go to. So we start at 4.30, and then we go to 4.30, and we go to our specific job, specific station. Sure. The stations are as follows. Tickets, entrance, basically. 
Well, we scan our tickets and we bring in uh, the shoes. Sure. We tell them to put the shoes away. Outside airlock, which is basically just us opening the door for guests. Airlock speech, which is basically us telling the peeps about the art exhibit and then being like, here's the ground rules. Don't do anything stupid, kids. Sure. And then outside airlock, which is just basically the same thing as the inside airlock, except we're outside. So outside airlock is letting people inside the airlock, and then inside airlock is letting people into the exhibit. Two people who are floating, which is basically just walking around the exhibit, seeing if any chicanery is afoot or evil is afoot. Sure. And then emergency airlock, you literally just sit in the emergency exit and tell people if they go near the emergency exit to not go there. You just sit down, you tell people to not go to the emergency exit. And then you go on break. All of that is 30 minutes a piece. So I'm doing each station 30 minutes a pop. So I really only have a 30 minute break. Right. That is no time for me to eat. <laughs> Do you get a paid break? Yeah, yeah, you can You can obviously ask the managers, but they were like, hey, can you get you anything? You need to refill your water. Yeah, and the bathroom's like right there. It's a, it's so we're we're in this backyard place. Sure. And it's just a big old area with like turf and gravel and stuff, and there's a fire pit and everything. And then the luminarium, which is the art exhibit, takes up a good half of it. And there's food trucks and stuff there, but it's like it all adds up. Because not only do you have to rotate on the top of the of the thirty minutes, sure. You also have to be relieved from your position. So. Say I'm on the airlock speech, it's 5.35, right? Mm-hmm. 5.35. I'm still not getting relieved. I still have to do the job until I get relieved. You're not so, getting hung out to know. dry, are you? No, no, not by any means. But, like, it, what I mean is, like, my 30-minute break turns into, like, a 25, turns into a 20. Oh, I see. That's what I mean. You don't have to pay for the food that they give you, right? Uh, about that. Uh-oh. Yep, <laughs> I got to pay for any food that I get. Not only do I have to provide my own transportation... I also have to park in downtown Pittsburgh. No. And going back to our parking tangent, they increased the parking limit. Oh. But, 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 but. So it's right next to a parking garage that I always frequent. Okay. Here's the problem. And it's a pretty big one. Evening rates, which are cheaper than the four-hour rates. Sure. They start after 4 p.m. Guess when my shift starts? When your shift starts? 4 p.m. Oh. So if I get the evening rate, I would have to show up late to work every single time I want to. Which work. isn't reasonable at all. No, no, it's not reasonable at all. And I can't, like, outwardly tell people, hey, I'm going to be late to work because I want to pay cheaper. <laughs> right. That's so tragic. It's not great. It's, I think the most I paid for parking within the city uh, was, like, 20 bucks because I missed, like, the three-hour mark by a minute. Mm. It is what it is. It's fine. Live and learn. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a little hack to it. There is okay. a public school two blocks down from the exhibit. Mm-hmm. They technically say, hey, you can't park there when school is in session. School is not in session. So it's free reign. Oh. Only problem is there's an event going on. There is a tech con, techo con, I believe it's called. Techo con. Sure. Convention. And Picklesburg. Oh, I've heard of Picklesburg. People go. Goodness. Yeah. For those of you not in the know, Pittsburgh has this event called Picklesburg. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of vendors <laughs> selling pickle-related apparel and pickle-related items, both food and beverage. And they take over the entire bridge, like the entire bridge going into uh, PNC Park, I believe. I've heard it's what you make out of it. Full of stalls. Like, 
literally the guy who sells hot dogs right by our right by the yard where where the thing is he Mm -hmm. left saturday to sell pickle related items (laughs) like he wasn't there for any food or anything like that he just left for pickle raid it's good to hear that there's at least one of those you know you can just get out all of your pickle related feelings over the course of what i'm assuming that's like a weekend or something is that a multi-day event yeah it was the weekend so and TechCon was the same week as Picklesburg. Mm-hmm. So not only are we dealing with a bunch of events going on and parking is a fucking nightmare. Uh, a lot of no fucking parking. There, there's increased traffic because obviously some people are going to look at the giant inflatable structure and be like, what is this? Right. This looks cool. Literally, I talked to eight people just asking what it is. I kid you not, the next day they show up, I was checking in their tickets and they were like, oh shit, hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> and the manager of uh, my team was like, how'd you guys find out about this? And I was like, this motherfucker right here sold us that shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just talking, I'm just talking, I'm just talking. It's good to be recognized like that. A lot of people have been, um, have been giving me props at that one, one place, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have a lot to, like, tangent aside from all the travel bullshit, right. which isn't really bullshit. It's just me standing in a car, sitting in a car for nine hours. Actually, that's a lie, because from how I stop and stuff, is more like ten and a half. Right, right. Oh, I almost died in New York, though, because there was a fucking brutal-ass thunderstorm. So much so that, like... How'd you end up in New York? Because you were on your way to Boston? Well, Zach, I'm going to give you a moment okay. to think this through. There's Pennsylvania. Yeah. What's the state between Pennsylvania and Massachusetts? Let me pull up a U.S. map just just to be Jesus sure. Christ, just to be a hundred percent certain. Jesus Christ, dude. All, all right. That's bad. That is so bad. Look, all all I'm saying is. Zach. Shut up! You, you never know. You can you can just find your way what through. What do you mean? You know, we've been on the East Coast for literally all of our lives. Hey, you could go through like New Jersey, take a ferry that takes you to Rhode Island, and there you go. What is the economically efficient way to go from Pittsburgh to Boston? Walking. What state? I would say walking is the most. I went to New York. Efficient. I went through New York, Zach. I went through New York. <laughs> It's the only way I could have gone is through New York. You almost died. Because of a thunderstorm. But everyone actually acted like an adult on the highway and just right. plotted their hazards and just went like 40 miles per hour on the, hi- on the highway while we plotted to not die. It was great. I will say you did overhype this a little bit. I was expecting like, I don't know, a tree falling down or something at least. No, no, it's not It's not like a usual flash You said, you said, like, I almost died. Because there was a little bit of thunder. Oh, okay. Because okay, okay. it was. No, 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 no. Like I almost died because you couldn't see two feet in front of you, and there was a truck, like a full semi, semi truck, mm-hmm. going on the thing, and he's going slow because he doesn't want to die either. And sure. then this other truck coming onto the highway didn't see how close the trailer was, and then they swerved a little bit, and I thought, I oh, literally thought fuck. for two seconds, okay. How far away am I from these trucks? Can I go <laughs> past them? 
can I avoid this catastrophe and not be collateral damage? Final destination setup. Bro, I fucking imagine, man. Mm -hmm. As long as there's no logs, that's how you really know you're in for it. And then, like, I didn't even get, like, a day to rest because I took someone's shift on Wednesday. I, didn't, I wasn't even scheduled to work. I took someone's shift on Wednesday. Did they ask you? Well, they, like asked on the group chat and i was like i need money because i spent almost all of it on i spent a good chunk of it on the boston mm -hmm. trip and i would very much like it back please <laughs> you took up an extra shift just to make your way back a little bit yeah i'm making good hours with mo with both of my jobs though which is good i'm working good. tomorrow from three to close and then at 9 a 9 a.m i have to go to the doctors and then potentially potentially very potentially drive up to Murraysville okay. to deliver a check to the automotive guy to get my car. Already I am so exhausted and I haven't even done anything yet. Hey, where does the play fit in all of this? Because you did finish your play, right? Yeah, no, play's all done. So that's literally, I went from last night of the play and I believe either that the next day or the day after I was driving out to Boston. I see. Like, like we, we did a great job. We moved on. It has been filmed. It is going to be edited. It's going to be so great. Good to hear. How many shows did you do? Three. Three shows. Did it get better, each one? Sophomore slump, but the finale was great. Oh, yeah. Wait, okay. So this is, this is a good story, and then... I'm, I'm really going to need you to tell some tales and tangents yourself, Zach, because I cannot... This cannot be a Kobe-centric show. Hey, it can be a Kobe-centric episode, though. Oh, well, yeah. You know you know, there's going to be one where I'll just be talking for 30 minutes. You know oh. it's going to come up. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It's going to come up. So this one will be yours. Oh, yeah. No, I, I got a question for you after the story. So um, one of the things that I had to do for the show was... Mm -hmm. To put this in context, if anyone hasn't seen the last episode... Which, in this case, why the hell are you here? The f yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I was in a production of Much Do About Nothing, and I was playing Benedict. And we kidified it by making a summer camp instead of uh, going into war, because obviously... Be a little safer. Yeah, yeah, to keep it PG for the kids. And during one of the scenes, uh, I'm trying to hide from Claudio, Don Pedro, and Leonardo. And Sounds like a bunch of turtles. What you saying? <laughs> Teenage Mutant Shakespeare, Teenage <laughs> Mutant Shakespeare, thy turtles in thy half show. Who would Splinter be? Probably Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo, Claudio, Othello, Macbeth. Goodness. <laughs> just Macbeth. Just Macbeth <laughs> in there, randomly. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Continuing on. So I am supposed to hide in a bunch of different places. And during one of the things, I hide in this kiddie pool. And I, I have it in a way where I can pretend that I am drowning in the pool safely. I have a pool float and, and everything. So I'm like, and then, um, <laughs> And then, How like, is that gonna fit in our podcast? That was just the weirdest noise. Like, well, that, that's just me drowning, dude. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't just, I can't like gurgle on effect. Like, like Aquaman. Yeah. So I'm like, Claudio, Pedro, help me. Blah, blah, blah. And then like they leave, 
and then I dunk my head in the pool more so, and then I woo shot up and like cough and stuff, like like pretend like oh god, <coughs> and then I, and then immediately after I take a breath or two, I just go into my monologue, like as if nothing happened. Oh. I'm like this this can be no trick. The conference is sadly bored. And it gets a kicker every time. Like, everyone dies of it. And it felt so validating. Mm -hmm. Final dress rehearsal. Literally a day before we're on. I'm doing the stunt. Okay. And it's cool and it's going great. And one of my castmates, the one who plays Claudio, decides to do some improv, splash me around a bit with the water, step in and out of the pool, and then proceeds to jump in the pool. Oh. She slips. Oh no. The, the button of her shorts grazes my chin and it leads a shine, it leads a bleeder, and she plops on the back of my head. Like hard. Like plops on the back of my head. And I'm feeling Holy like shit. Like if that flow wasn't there, I probably would have been knocked out in the Really? Pool, the, yeah, no, no. Like the flow saved me from getting a concussion. And like, That's serious. like unconscious and shit. Like it was an accident. Like no one, like I don't blame anyone for it. Like it happens. It happened. It's showbiz. We move on. Right. But like, I, but like, you know how I was like, oh, Pedro, help me, Pedro. Literally, right. I was just like, <laughs> like I was out of it, and I was like, I was like, but I know I'm like, okay, I gotta do this scene. I gotta do this scene, and then I whoosh up. And I'm like, okay, I feel fine now. Mm -hmm. So I do my thing. And you know that look when you feel like you're fine and then someone looks at you and then you're like, oh man, something is wrong. Something happened, yeah. Yeah, so I popped a zit earlier in the day. So I thought that wound reopened. Mm -hmm. What happened was a, I like got slashed. And my whole chin, like there was some like internal bleeding. Oh, shoot. And then like a full slide. Like... Let me be clear for everyone involved. Like, I did not have to go to the hospital. I did not. I was fine. We put some gauze on it, and it was fine. But visually, it was serious. Visually, it was bad. Like, it was, like, bad, bad. Like, hold on. Let me see if I can show you a picture of it. How? I'll send it to your phone. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll send it to your phone. You can, like, audibly react to it. Ooh. Yep. Ah, uh, I can see. So, oh, an audience would definitely see that. Yep. Also, I like the beard you're growing. How far is it going to go? I shaved it. So I was growing out for the show. So there's a line in it that's like, Benedict, you look younger with a beard. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to trim it during the show because I want that joke to land. So I trimmed it and then I did goatee and then I clean shaved it. Kid you not, I had six minutes to do it. <laughs> I did it. I pulled it off. I did it. That's awesome. Like everyone was like, oh, that's dedication. And I'm like, I, I already have a, a shiner from this. Like, 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 let me be clear. Like, the wound's all clean up and stuff. It's just a red mark. It's probably going to scar. I'm fine with it. Right. Like, it's okay. And if somebody asks, you've got a bit of a story, too. And Yeah, it's a good story, you know? And the, the cast member was mortified. So mortified about it. And I was like, it's fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm embarrassed that I was the one to do it. I'm not embarrassed that it happened. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> right. Nah, she and, I, she and I are real good friends. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. She, like, kind of looks at me like a mentor or some shit. And I'm like, you want me to be a mentor at 22 years old? Like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, for those listening, we were supposed to record 
yesterday and you rain checked to today mm-hmm. what was the function bro what what were you doing what was happening i'm trying to remember i'm not gonna lie i kind of forget what you you told me that you were at something that you wanted oh to i remember okay so i made this prior commitment to help my friends actually this is the same group of people so caleb and olivia and brie uh-huh. they invited me to help them or at least benefit from them making alfredo chicken alfredo and shrimp alfredo and i said yes and it was almost at the exact same time where we decided on having it be around that time so let me get this straight you were not able to record our podcast because you were teaching someone how to make chicken alfredo well in the (laughs) yes and no because i didn't even teach i didn't do anything i was the emotional support i was sitting there you didn't even cook okay what i did do was we were out of napkins and stuff for cleaning up and whatnot oh sweet however (laughs) i was tasked with making napkins out of the paper towels from the bathroom that was my one thing that i had to do you didn't even supply them with like a recipe no. So I do apologize for canceling I, on you for that purpose. You know, I wanted to be nice and say it was okay. <laughs> that is the lamest thing I have ever heard in my entire... Did you even... Did you have drinks? Please tell me you at least did something of some kind. We were entirely sober for this entire I endeavor. I fucking hate you. I, fu- I fucking didn't despise smoke, you. Didn't drink, I didn't trip, nothing. Dis- <laughs> you literally, you that was your, your job was to fill napkins. And what, why did you even need to fill it? Just use the paper towels. The paper towels were too long. Fuck you, too long. So we <laughs> wanted to break them up smaller. <laughs> so, I know you say you were sober, and I believe you were sober, but that is a fucking high five. That's fair. These napkins are too wide. We gotta shorten them up. That sounds. That's how you sound right now. I you you went mm-hmm. along with it. You could you could have said no. You could have said guys, that is dumb. But no, you but you did your duty like a soldier, and you just said, sir, yes, sir. I'm going to do this shit. How long did it take you? I want to know how long it took you. Well, it was a continuous effort. I mean, they were using up all of them, so I had to just keep going back and back. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna just be that guy. Why didn't you just use? a towel like a regular towel for cooking and just wash the one or two towels instead of using all of the paper towels i mean do you have a towel on hand i assume that the house that you were in had a towel on hand we were in a dorm okay but have you heard of a shower yes i have yep so- now, you're thinking, <laughs> now you're, and now you're thinking about it and now you're and now you're like oh shit this was dumb so you're getting at the fact that <laughs> We have towels for taking showers is invalidating my glorious effort to help my <laughs> friends make you, Alfredo. You and, have, you and I have different aspects of the term glorious. I am not saying that your effort was not warranted. I'm not saying that you didn't give it your damnness. I'm sure that you folded those towels. Those 
paper towels like a fucking champ. All I'm saying is, <laughs> those towels are multi-purpose for a reason. Fair. And you didn't have to go through all of that effort. Like, yes, would it be a pain to put it in the laundry and do? Yes, but come on, work okay. smarter, not harder. That's all I'm saying. Work smarter, not harder. That's all I'm saying. I will say the big work smart not hard thing that happened to me as i was doing my duty yeah i won't lie i did have a kind of a, a dumb moment a do a, oh oh that wasn't your adoy moment there's another adoy moment yeah the the real adoy moment was you know how like you hit the button and out goes a paper towel uh -huh. you can take the paper towel and then you can like pull down and it'll tear off right uh, yes as a dispenser should do I'm right. So concerned. And if you keep pressing down, the paper towel gets longer and longer and longer, right? Uh -huh. So I was like, exactly. we're going to need a lot of paper towels. So exactly. we need to make one really, really long one and then rip it all up, right? Oh, exactly. It never crossed my mind that I could just hit it for one, rip it out, hit it for another, and then rip that out and not have to make one really long one and then manually rip each one, just like tearing it as I go afterwards. So that, I, I, I felt, I, was the dumb moment. On a podcast full of tales and tangents, I am left speechless. <laughs> I'm going to be real. What? I have done really stupid things this week. Sure. I drove to Boston to see my deep one more time, and it added another hour to my trip. Even though everyone told me that it was a bad idea. And Deep himself told me that it was a bad idea was it worth it absolutely like, all i'm saying is i'd do it again should i do it again no but no you shouldn't you know what and yeah i'm glad i did and you go you know you're why are you glad <laughs> why you didn't even cook it you didn't even cook it it was just you were just there there are already a people in the uh kitchen you know and you can't have too many cooks in i the thought kitchen. when you when you started at the start of this story i thought you were like being summoned because your recipe was going to be used. I thought you were providing the recipe for the Alfredo. Right. The answer was no. Evidently, no. <laughs> it's, again, it's fine that you had to reschedule. This is more than okay. Sounds like what you're saying is no, that it shouldn't have been okay. You, you, you didn't even explain <laughs> it to me. You just said something came up and I thought it was like some serious shit. I thought it was like... You did. You were like... Is everything okay, man? Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, is something going down? It's all good. Like, I'm here for you, bro, if you need anything. And you're like, thanks, man. I thought it was like a thing where we were going to talk about it on this episode. And we did. it was going to be like some we are. serious. Well, yes, obviously now. But like, I thought it was going to be like some serious shit. We would take some time for it. We would like, we would like learn and bond together as best friends do. No, it was some stupid <laughs> shit. It was some stupid shit that you could have solved with one towel. How many rolls did you use? I want to know. We used less than one. I call bullshit. It was an industrial-sized roll, though, because it's meant okay. for a school campus. Okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense. I thought it was like, like even though it was like a dorm, it was like one of those like smaller paper towel rolls, you know, like recreational, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Okay, I rescind that last insult. My other insults, <laughs> they they not only stand, they reinforce. I did show up late anyways, and by that point, they were already done with the shrimp, and we're working on the chicken, Alfredo. I was there for the cooking, but I had already gone in with half of the cooking done because they made shrimp and they made chicken and they'd already finished the shrimp, so they had everything set up already. And they just kind of needed to, you know, put it in the chicken. Look, it still took an extra 30 minutes to an hour. Something came up. Evidently, something did come <laughs> up. And I only say this because, like, 
I was kind of like okay with it anyway because Deep texted me and was like, yo, let's play some Rocket League. And I was like, okay, cool. And he got high for it. And I was like, mm. okay, I'm really tired. I need to get high for it. And I'm hungry. I'm going to order a pizza like he did. And then like we can like pizza it out. Okay. You know? How good are you? We're actually not bad. Like, not bad at all. You're a team of two? A uh, team of two. Yeah, we... Diamond three? <laughs> If you want to join the Rocket League festivities, you're more welcome to. I don't. Love to have it there. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Magic the Gathering. It's way yeah, too expensive. Yeah, I... and Rocket Rocket League is free with a capital F. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you ever want to get involved, more welcome to. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, half of the Magic cards that I have, so I've got two big containers of them. I would say three thousand cards each. Uh, when I had graduated and. I needed some space for other things, and I didn't have enough space to pack everything into our car to, you know, go back to yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I kind of spread out some of the stuff that I knew wouldn't fit across multiple friends. One of them was 3,000 of those cards, my roommate, uh-huh. and he took it back to Virginia. And I have a feeling, you have a feeling. that with the way things are going, I might never get those 3,000 cards back. Why? Well, once again, he's in Virginia and stuff, and I, I just don't know if we'll ever end up being in contact, and we're also just not as close as we used to be. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, you should still get the cards back. <laughs> you should yeah. at least call him and be like, hey, bro, can I have the cards back? The worst thing you can do is, like, mail him. You know? Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, get your cars back, dude. They're expensive as shit. I will see what I can do. Hell yeah. Well, man, in my case, I do have work in the morning. Gotta get of up course. at 7, be there of at course. 8. I also have an interview at 3 o'clock. Well, I hope that it goes well. Appreciate it. Of course. Let me know how it goes, and I have a doctor's appointment at 9 a.m., so I have to. I'm gonna go. I think Fair. it's smart for us to both go as well. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this uh, apparently Kobe-centric episode <laughs> of... Uh, Tales and Tangents. Tales yeah. and Tangents. With Kobe Pulaski and Zach Neal. Where we sit and talk and you listen. You promise we'll get a better tagline, but that's what we got <laughs> for now. We talk and you listen. That's so We talk bad. and you listen. Hopefully. Yeah, no, hopefully. Right. So, so we seem a little desperate. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the tales of Kobe and the uh, the breaking of the balls of Zach Neal this episode. And yeah, we'll be ordering another one soon. So keep your eyes and ears on the sound waves. And we'll see you guys later. Take care. See ya.